Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesser. How's that going anyways, Kyle? Fuck, I'm less fired up than you. You're fired up. I'm fired up, dude. I took the weekend off. I got a clear head. I'm ready to roll. We got things to talk about. And comedy's toxic, dude. Oh, it's been some drama. In oh, I didn't scene mean that. I don't give a fuck about that. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's just the drama is literally, hey, remember high school? When people complained about things that it's didn't been a matter. Dr- it's been a dramatic week. Yeah, it's been very Because we didn't talk about last weekend yet at all. That was dr- very dramatic. Last weekend. Uh, just ex-husbands, closings oh, in the driveway, uh, fights, those types of things. Yeah, There was that. And then mm-hmm. uh, there's the comedy drama. And then I just sat through like the most How about juiciest this? drama the most over the best overheard drama I've ever heard. I heard at my coffee shop this week. Really? Oh yeah. Just listen, ear to the wall. Uh, not. I mean, I was on my lunch, and the guy sits bu- down behind me. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, yeah. He just goes. It was one of the. It was the, probably the greatest overheard drama I've ever heard, and I remember it almost verbatim. At least the beginning. He goes, "Hey, Sandy, it's me. Not good." No, I caught her in my bed with, yeah, same guy. Yeah, exactly that guy. Yeah. No, drugs what? everywhere, all over the apartment. I know. I know. I know. I She said she's been like, and I'm like, oh my Jesus God. Jesus Christ. Dude, but dude, it gets crazier and crazier. This guy keeps talking. And th- like that first part, that was almost verbatim. Hey, Sandy. Yeah, not good. And he's no. saying it like, oh, this is happening again. Uh, yeah. Yes. Exactly. So either he's her father, doubt it. No. Or uh, he's the biggest bitch ever. No. Okay. So, dude. So over the course of this guy's conversation, he's talking about. He's like, yeah, no, that's that was in the prenup. That was in the prenup. That's why I'm so disappointed. That's why I'm. I can't believe it with the drugs everywhere. Because so I guess he signed some prenup about drugs or whatever the fuck. And he's like, no, freeze my accounts. No, she doesn't. They, they don't know that she's on drugs. She can deny that. Like, like yeah. you know how I'm, I'm only hearing one side of this conversation, but I That's know what awesome. the other side is. Dude, it, it, I guess long story. I mean, that's basically the whole story, but uh, there's a lot of C words, a lot of like this muddy grubbing cunt when this comes out in court that everyone will know. And then, and then he goes, really, dude? Are you serious? A fucking hit, man? Are you fucking kidding me, man? I can't handle this right now. Are you kidding? What? Yeah. That's what she he hired a hitman? That's the, what, hang possibly? On. That's all I heard was a hitman, dude. Are you kidding me, man? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Are you serious? Like, and I was like, this is insane. Like, I've never heard gossip. So he's talking to I'm his, in a movie. Essentially his uh his lawyer or Yeah, his lawyer or some kind of yeah. assistant or something that's obviously his buddy in my right yeah. so maybe assistant in too. my world he was the attorney from fear and loathing in las vegas oh that's awesome yeah as your attorney I, I advised you not to whatever the fuck but yeah that was basically a hitman it. that's how it that's how it ended she and, talked to a hitman. and he got up and walked away and, fuck yeah that'd be a rough one to sit through i mean i was I'd probably like, have to walk it off if i found out my wife tried to um, order a hitman to murder me yeah Drugs everywhere in my own fucking so, bed. So, what do you expect dude, when you're just rich and you just get a whore out of your? Oh, life? he, he you know said, what I mean. He said he said something along the lines of, "When you have my kind of money, yeah. When you have this much money, so like the guy was probably very 
yeah. well, well to do. Oh, really? You get money grubbing whores when <laughs> yes. you have a lot of money and no looks or personality. It, it, would, uh, it would be funny if he was only a multi-thousandaire. <laughs> when you have my kind of money, you get meth heads crawling up the driveway, dude. <laughs> when you have tens of dollars. It's when like you have tens of dollars in your account. Dozens of fifties. When you can afford name brand beer. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't have to drink Alberta premium vodka. Uh, dude, you, I'm the most popular guy at the homeless shelter. He he did drive an Escalade. I will say that. Not even that nice. I know. Well, it, that's what to he was be driving. like when you have my kind of money. Whatever, like Escalade money. A lot of it lo- did look like a, a lot es- of a, a lot of soccer moms drove an Escalade. He might have came into money in 2003, and now <laughs> yeah, did it have spinners on it. Yeah, then? we're 18 years later, <laughs> and he's like, "Would you have my kind of?" Money? He's like Donald Trump. Yeah, just like I'm rich. Don't don't look at my tax reports. I'm rich. Just trust me. I have $3 billion. Yeah, I got you to sign a prenup, didn't I? I must have money. <laughs> Fuck. That rules. What did he look like? Um, He looked like an he looked like Richard Branson, honestly. He looked like a guy that was way too young for his age, that didn't obviously... That acted too young or dressed too young? What do you dressed, mean? Dressed, dressed, and kind of... Still trying to keep up with his 22-year-old wife. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. And, you know... There was uh, towards the end of the conversation. I've been down this fucking road before. Of man. course you have, idiot. <laughs> of course you have. You get vapid whores that are only with you for your money. They take your money, buy drugs, and fuck people they like. You know what Br- a shocker that is. Richard Branson. Okay, so Richard Branson is clearly an old man, but he doesn't look like mm. an old man. But I don't know. To me, there's the like the horrible public or the p- plastic surgeries. You can and, you can age with dignity as yeah, a man. I mean, you can. Richard Branson clearly has his teeth whitened, clearly got some work done, but he doesn't really look like fucking Caitlyn Jenner. Fair or, enough. Or any. I don't think it's a great look. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. It's not all fucked up. That's what the guy looks like. Like he doesn't have bags under his eyes because he's had those removed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he has wrinkles. That's ex- pretty much. He doesn't look like Richard Branson, but he looks like a guy that age that hot. So he's like 70. Uh, who knows? Richard Branson's I, 70. doesn't matter who this guy no, is. No, but I mean, if he looked like that, he, yeah, he's in his 60s or I 70s. Donald Trump is 75. Trying to fuck a 25-year-old. Imagining she'll be satisfied by your fucking... Do you have to by, inject the by fucking... Your three quarter, by your three-quarter hard dick? I was going to say, do you have to inject? Do you have to like mainline Viagra at that point? <laughs> like, so. you can't even be snorting it? <laughs> like, when you're 30 or 40, you take the pills. When yeah. you're 50, you fucking grind it up and snort it. I think he's got to fucking cook that shit in a spoon and mainline it right into his dick, Right into the biggest vein in his cock. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, honey. It's bleeding, but I'm hard. This, is, this might be the last one. So fucking ride your fucking face off. You know when you eject crocodile and, and your whole... Have you seen that in their whole... What? You know that drug that's like absolutely poison in like Africa, but it's cheap. It's called crocodile. Or crocodile or something. You'd, you're talking to me like I would know. Well, and I it, it feel was, like I should, but it, I don't. I feel like you would, too, because you watched all those Vice documentaries back yeah, in the day. Yeah. That was one of them. Oh, the one when, with uh, gunpowder and cocaine? Uh, No, different. Okay. But I do, I do know that was sweet, too. <laughs> it's fucking dope. That was sweet. Crocodile is just poison. It's for people who couldn't afford you're not a cokehead. For heroin. Right? Like, no, I don't yeah, like but, it at all. But you've tried it. You just hate it. Yeah. Essentially, I've tried it many times though. <laughs> it's like keep, maybe, keep maybe this time, it. maybe keep, this time. Keep making a bad choice. Also, I've never like, not say never. I've done it maybe. I've never. Well, I've never done it to the point where regular people do it, where they're just doing rips over and over again. Right? I've never done that. Okay. And 
I took in a couple lines. I think once is the most, like two, maybe three. I doubt it. Back-to-back rippers? Not even back-to-back. Like throughout the night, woke up with the absolute worst hangover I've ever had in my entire life. You fucking pussy. And had to travel back from Montreal. It took forever. It was the worst day ever. I hated it. Dude, the whole point of cocaine, it's a hangover bridge. It gets you to the next fucking... You just keep drinking. <laughs> you just keep, yeah. That's the whole point. But I couldn't have to travel. After six days, <laughs> yeah. you wake up curled up in the gutter, and then you then feel Then you want to kill yourself. Yeah, for as short as time as possible till you get more cocaine. <laughs> right, right. And then you go bankrupt, and you start stealing from your family members, and to possibly, afford To avoid the hangover. Uh, yes. The, yes. The inevitable hangover. Oh, yeah. And that, which grows. The impending doom. Which grows like yeah. a snowball in a cartoon. <laughs> with, with just with just ruined relationships, the amount of people angry, the phone calls you've dodged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Throw your phone under the bed. <laughs> don't even look at it. Why would you? You don't need that anxiety. It's better to wonder how many people are looking for you than to know how many people are looking for you. Probably. That makes sense. Not a good way to deal with your problems. I'm yeah. working on it, Kyle, you dick. <laughs> so I don't like cocaine. It's bad. But it was... What it was, do you like? It was around last night. What do you like? I think I get enough of a an amphetamine effect from alcohol. Because I had read this. One of the dumber things I've ever heard spoken out loud. I've read it. Uh, Kyle, Jordan. I've read you it. half a Bible and you can't... I lied. I didn't read it. <laughs> I saw Jordan Peterson say it. Oh, the guy addicted to benzos? Yeah. That he had to put get put into a coma? Yeah. Okay, that guy? So he was like, alcohol is an amphetamine effect for 10% of the population. It acts as an upper until you stop drinking. For the rest of the population, it's a downer. I'm going to so, disagree with so Jordan to, based on anecdotal lived experience. It's where, not an upper for you. I guarantee it. Well, me and all my friends get pretty hyped up on alcohol. Uh, but you can you get hyped up, but it's not a uh, cocaine's like maybe I'm doing your friends, and your friends. Nah, you maybe you are, but you're probably not. Like I've had I had friends growing up that had yes, to, all my friends are cokeheads. Yes. Had to power yeah. through. You know, if you're on my Facebook, you're a cokehead. <laughs> so remove yourself. I uh yeah, my friends had to power through drinking to stay up or do coke to stay up. I never had to. I just had to keep drinking. I didn't used to until you start doing cocaine and then it becomes uh, you come become dependent. But uh, this is yeah, neither so here nor there. So about the comedy drama, I think I got a, I think I got a good name. The comedy drama. Okay, no, I don't want you to get into it, but I think I got. <laughs> let me do this. We're first. getting into Fine. it. But let me let me do this first. I think I got a good name for the. Okay, so two people are mad at each other. I one they both own comedy shows. I think I, I changed the name. Kyle, to make, let I'm, me, no, 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 let me do it. I changed the name to make it more accurate. Okay. Of one of his comedy shows. I think it should be called A Rugby Team Ran a Train. <laughs> My Wife and Wrecked Her Pussy. <laughs> comedy. <laughs> Heavy on the train wreck. <laughs> How do you know that? You told me. Uh, incompetence, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> until you said that, I didn't expect you to go. I thought you were actually being like, "Look, man, I don't want to piss off either side." No, fuck that guy. <laughs> I've never liked him. Okay, man, just because it's interesting to talk about. Um, I think it's gay as shit to whine about petty things like this. Well, what he did one thing that was fucked up by calling. Then a, should we move on? Like, no, I don't care. Uh, like calling 
calling comics and making ultimatums like if you do my show you can't do anyone else's show is the most pathetic thing in comedy for a booker to do yeah everything else he did uh, he got he learned from the greatest mark breslin yeah exactly mark breslin's a piece of shit now he, in actually, the 80s in he fact, was awesome uh, he's he, he would bring a comics comic but he's always anymore. been a piece of shit uh, he still sticks up for comics he hired louis he hired Louie like two years ago when okay. no one would hire Louie. Okay, that is cool. Uh, what's not cool is that he what no, he does for yeah, new comics now. Yeah, the list of uncool yeah. to cool is way longer on the uncool side. And he brought Sam Kinison over when no one would hire him. Yeah. And just let him but ruin, he, no, ruin shows No, he's a comedy guy, years. but he's also a cutthroat or It's not even business. It's bus- just a power play. Yeah, so that. He's like, you can only do... I remember this drama was going on in Toronto when I was there because the corner opened which is a cool club. I don't know if it's still as good, but it was cool and new. And what they did is they had long shows that kind of the audience could come in any time and there'd be a show because they'd last six hours. Yeah. So the idea was you'd come and watch as much as you felt like and leave. It's so like th- having a band, a house band. Yeah. So it was cool, but he paid all the all the comics at the end. So the new comics got spots early on in the show. And then yeah. later on in the show, you got like 40 bucks a spot. Yeah. And comics did shows every night. So that's paying the rent effectively. And uh, the Yuck Yucks dude didn't like it. So he's like, if you do that show, you can't do mine. But then all the best comics went, fuck you. You don't pay us anything. This isn't like a, <clears throat> just for people who don't know what's going on. There was, there's a chain in Canada called Yuck Yucks, which is kind of the main place to do it is comedy. The, it's the, been essentially the main place since the 80s. Since the 80s till yeah. like 2005, maybe. Yeah. And then there became other places to do comedy and this guy said if you there's always been pop-ups but he's tried to squash them at every moment okay so there's so that's a a national thing okay we have the exact same thing in our little tiny town of a hundred thousand people and here's here's the problem the exact same fight exactly the The same exact same except dumber because no one gives a fuck about this that's what i keep telling everyone like everyone here you're acting they're they were talking about like calling Who's day? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna out this person because they might think it's it was a, in the moment and yeah. heated, so I'm not gonna say it. It's a stupid thing they said. Yeah. They wanted to like <laughs> they wanted to call or start shunning the comics that chose not to do the show based on what the other booker said. And I'm like, they don't give a fuck about this fight. They they don't give a fuck about Kelowna. They came in to do a show. One guy went, Don't do this one or you can't do mine, and they went, I don't care. They've, that's uh, that's the truth. The they second, don't give a fuck. The second you start virtue signaling, you've kind of lost. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I don't care. I I just kind of want to like just because we're talking about it. Yeah, and this is all shorthand. Yeah, people who don't know anything, I want to give a no, little bit of fair. context. I think you should. So I've I started here in Kelowna, my hometown, born and raised, local legend, <clears> one of the ba- greatest locals, one of the best locals, local, local, local. You and Devo. That's me. Well, actually, just me left. Anyways, I started here forever ago. So, so party, I party with Devo last night, and oh, again, yeah. he's coming back to comedy. Oh. Still waiting. Yep. That's what I said. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, so I started here. I, you know, I was such a nerd. This is, this is actually true. Uh, first time I ever saw stand-up comedy was when I went, I got put in Christian school, and in grade seven, I went to a, you know, a sleepover party. And they watched Dave Chappelle killing him softly. Oh wow! And it was that's yeah, your introduction. Yeah, two thousand three or that's th- unreal. It's still up there in my top five specials. Hilarious, right? And 
the way I described it to my friends after the fact was, oh, you got to see this preacher. He's the funniest preacher I've ever seen. That's hilarious. Because I didn't have the fucking You words. didn't even know what it could possibly well, be. I, well, I actually said that at the time. They're like, he's a comedian. It's not preaching. And I was like, oh, well, that's funny preaching. Because <laughs> that's how I fucking, that's where I put that in my, anyways. Well, you didn't have the vocabulary to even. Yes. Yeah. So then I started here. That's hilarious, um, by the way. I did the Yuck Yucks Room. So what? I, how I started basically was... Preaching Funny should be a name of your album if you ever put it out. <laughs> that's actually a good one. Uh, it's better, probably more reasonable than Toddler Blowjob, but... Uh, so yeah. I started going to Yuck Yucks. to get on SiriusXM. So anyways, I, did, I performed once at the university, absolutely bombed, got in a fight, the whole thing. So I quit and then, well, just didn't do it again. And then I went to, I went to Yuck Yucks every weekend, which was uh, Blue Lines, Sports, and Comedy Bar. And I would go and I would watch the comedians. So it was like a Yuck Yucks affiliate type thing? It wasn't Strict it was Comedy Club? It was Yuck Yucks, but, but it wasn't it was also, a strict yeah, comedy so, club. So it was, but the, it's irrelevant. The, I guess the relevance is, is relevant. that it made it fucking way harder That's, to perform. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. But so I went, I want, I went every week. I paid $20. It was 20 bucks a show. I paid 20 bucks on Thursday, 20 bucks on Friday, 20 bucks on Saturday. I paid 60 bucks a weekend and they never fucking gave me a deal. And I always went and I always resented the girl. every basically if I had nothing to do, I'd go alone. I loved it. I was a fucking comedy nerd. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> so what a dork after going for what like a fucking loser. Yeah. After spending 120 <laughs> bucks a weekend for like four weekends, I came to the conclusion there was some comedians that I was like, oh, my God, that's the best comedian I've ever seen. There yeah. was a bunch that I was like, I'm at least as funny as that fucking guy. <laughs> so I asked if I could perform yeah. there. And so I, that's where I started. And there was the only place in Kelowna. There was nowhere else. I had no there was no open mic. I was the that's pretty ballsy. I just got to give that to you. And it, yeah. And I fucking uh, sometimes I would open on Thursday and on Friday, the pro or whoever said, don't let that kid open. <laughs> that's like I wasn't good. I saw. Yeah. Uh huh. But. Eventually, one day I went to Blue Lines and it was closed. Straight up. We just walked up to the door. I was got there at the same time as the wait staff. They were in their uniforms, note on the door, closed indefinitely. It was a front for the HA and Was they, it? Yeah, they'd been losing money forever and they well, just that's closed. the point of a front is to lose money. Yeah, but they just closed it. Okay. And now it's now it's a liquor store. They're like we're we're losing too much money in this money laundering. The idea. I, I'm not going to talk about anything. That is kind of funny, though, because like you want to lose money when you're money laundering, so you can put your wash your illegal money in there. I guess I I don't know. But why. you're like you're losing too much money to launder it. Is I hilarious. never I never <clears throat> did the math or anything on that. But it's probably true. Probably true. Uh, the point is that there was now no comedy rooms in Kelowna, literally none. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do comedy for about a year, probably maybe I don't know six months at least. And then Rob moved to town. So in, enter Rob Balston. That's who this, like, these are, the, he's the main guy in this fucking play. So he opens up O'Flans. I'm just providing context for everybody. Yeah. He's an, he's an Ontario, he's a Toronto comic. He moves to town. He opens up uh, Kelly O'Brien's, not O'Flans, sorry. Kelly O'Brien's, and he got Tree Brewery as a sponsor. And the thing was, I miss these days. Oh, I heard they were fucking awesome. awesome. It yeah. was get drunk for free Wednesday. It was if you did comedy, if you did five minutes of comedy, you got unlimited drinks from a keg that we had to basically finish. 
<laughs> every single Wednesday. Oh, oh yeah, man. I, God damn. Uh, Just a keg party every keg, Wednesday. Seriously. And the comedy was dog shit. It was, of course. It was All we, brand new. People yeah. have never done it. But Except for Rob, so, I guess, right? So I will give Rob credit, though, because there was literally no scene. There oh, was, yeah. And he started that room, and from that, he... Much like Yuck Yucks. Yeah. He deserves credit at the beginning. So that's what happened. Yeah. So he did that, and he was actually, to me, pretty cool. I liked him. He, you know, we worked together a bunch of times. Yeah. This went on for probably five to seven years and then around six years in, I'm a bit better of a comedian than I was, but not much. And I think I had how already, many spots do you get a week with Rob? Sh- so it's one open mic one, and maybe a book show. One or two. Tops. It's tough to do one show a week. Yeah, so that's how I did it. Yeah. One show a week, and that's what we all did. And also, you wouldn't get on every week. Sometimes I do one show a month or really? two shows a month at the open mic. Well, at the beginning, yes, but then Rob. What started- is there like seven comics? Uh, there was only like 10 comics, but yeah, and you couldn't get on Rob always brought pros in for the open mic. So first it was open mic was for it, like a year. Was it a pro-am? And then it became a pro-am. Yeah. And then there was like his, I, I was one of his like better guys, I guess. So I, I did, I got to perform more than most, but mm-hmm. less than some. And anyways, the point is, uh, it starts to kind of grow and now there's maybe 20 comedians and Rob and he, I don't know, gets a taste for like making some more money. So he starts, he kind of transitions into like promoting professional comedians and kind of like he gets, backs off of open mic. It's like, uh, what is it? What are the, the like a wolf that tastes human flesh and now it's what it wants? It's he got a taste of He's making money. He got a taste of he's making actual money. He also got a taste of telling comedians when they can and can't do comedy, which seems to feel pretty good. I guess. I mean, everybody says that about him, and I get, yeah, I That's see exactly it. Exactly, it. He's a bit of a way. doucher. Yeah, but I think it was for the money. The point is, there's a few things that are definitely not for the money. We can we can just disagree on that. That's fine. The point is, yeah, or I guess my point, the way I, I <clears throat> tell the story, mm-hmm. is eventually uh, to enter Dave Cop around five, six years into that. Yeah, someone called the cops. Yeah, call the cops. All cops are bastards. And we're at O'Flans, and O'Flans is a room where people don't go there to come to comedy. They go there for wings, and we fucking make them listen to comedy. And that's straight up, that's how I got good, is I was doing sold out, basically sold out rooms that weren't sold out. They were, it was a room full of people that didn't want to listen to me, and I was like, hey, listen to me, fuckers. Yeah. And it straight up made me good. I did a few of those. Yeah, and those are... I think that's I kind of thrive. I first started element. the couple of those existed and you bombed epically. When oh, you yeah. bom- but when you when everyone else is bombing, then you go up there and you make them pay attention oh, yeah, and you that's kill it. feels fucking great. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's it, man. You got to be funny right away and you got to you got to get them and then you got to hold them and then once you got them, you, you got them. You got them, yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So Dave Cop when he first started, I love this is also true. Uh uh, everything I'm saying is true, of course, but the it's funny. I do like that Dave is not blameless here because Dave is hilarious. When he first started, he was one of the most offensive comics you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. He did jokes like, uh, I got a rape whistle, so now I can play a tune while I rape. Still does it sometimes. Yeah, which is great. It's a great joke. Or like, uh, I got pulled over. Cops were looking for a pedophile. I said, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Remember when we 
uh, all posted yeah. on the Facebook and tagged and him he, in his own. He hated he that. Untagged himself in his own jokes. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I'm we're getting there. Mm-hmm. So people complain about Dave because they're giant fucking twats, and then Rob st- warns Dave, says Dave, you keep like doing- the audience is mad at his language. Yeah. Or the ideas or whatever the fuck. Not the comics, the audience. The audience, of okay, course. Yeah. Never the comics. Not never the comics, but go on. Uh, my, okay, hey, maybe. Not back then. Maybe there was a comic. Yeah. The point is, uh, Rob gives him several warnings and Dave keeps doing it. Fucking respect. Fuck, yes. And then Rob eventually kicks him out. Ironic he got mad at me for doing the same uh, yeah, thing earlier. So no, that, that, no, that needs to be said in all this drama. <laughs> We're working towards Dave doesn't that. do that to me now because I'm funnier, but I had offensive jokes and sometimes they would bomb. And sometimes when you do really offensive material that bombs, yeah. it makes the room weird for the next guy. <laughs> yeah. But it's an open mic. Sometimes not an open mic. And that's how you get better. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. So hmm. now Rob has kicked Dave out of the only two rooms to do co- uh, comedy in Kelowna. So Dave starts his own room. Me and Dave actually started. And you know what? That's such ago. a stupid move because acting like a comic isn't going to keep trying to do comedy. Yeah. You're going to do it. So now you just have a rival. You've just, yeah. bro- you've just born a rival into the into your life. So we started comedy Bloodsport at the streaming cafe. Fucking oversold out. Dave Dave was selling tickets to people he wouldn't let in the building. It was so people bought tickets and he then he would prop up both the door and say, "You can stand out here. Get out of here." That's classic Dave. No from, way. From show number one, and they actually did it. Yeah. Or he he'd be like, "Yeah." He would just take their money and be like, "You can see from this crack in the wall." God damn. <laughs> I remember those standing room only shows. I'm not standing room only, but like literally there was only standing room. Yes. For like when Ivan. Dude, De- there was a line out the door. When Ivan Decker used to come and just. Ivan Decker's the Canadian Seinfeld. For anybody who doesn't know who he is, he's the fucking probably very, the very best. Very funny. Or John Mulaney, more like actually. Yeah, he's very funny. Yeah. Not my kind of comedy that I like. He's more like John Mulaney. But than- very good comedian. Oh, but dude, when he came to Dakota's. Mm-hmm. Probably the best show I've ever seen at Dakota's is Ivan Decker. I never even got to watch a whole show. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So so Dave's kicked out. Dave started uh, Bloodsport. Now there's two factions. Now Rob draws a line in the sand and he takes all the comics aside individually. I know he did this to me several times. If you do Dave's rooms, you can't do my rooms. I said, Rob, I don't really give a fuck about what you and Dave are doing. <laughs> I am an alcoholic who wants to become a comedian, and I need stage time. Neither of you give me any money, and I'm gonna do. Oh, he didn't pay you anything. I mean, fifty to fifty bucks, hundred oh, yeah, bucks yeah. here mm-hmm. and there, but like nothing. It wasn't five hundred to a thousand. Not paying my rent. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't enough money for me to stay loyal because mm-hmm. I, for sure, had had there been money, which is, if you were making two grand a month, yeah, it's gross to say, but but you're a whore. That, that's tr- fucking. You're well, a whore. And that's kind of the problem that all the Kelowna comics have with the other comics, which I kind of want to be like, uh, well, it's now grown bigger than just Dave versus Rob. And now there's like yeah. two factions. I agree that those comics. Here's the thing. Take the fucking money. Here's the thing. It's a little bit of a bitch move, in my opinion. But they are. Hang on. But but let's let be, me finish. Let me finish. But let's. But start. they're not even part of the drama. They're listening to one person. It's a bitch move and they're not a part. I need to know (laughs) who we're talking about. Okay. What's a bitch move? To let let someone bully you out of doing a room. 
is, is a bitch is move. Is a bitch move. Yes. Straight up. Yes. But I understand it when you're not involved in it and don't give a fuck. Yeah. So I get why you'd be like, all right, I don't care. I come to this tiny shit town. Yeah. Almost never. Right? If you existed here, you would care more. Well, I lived in Kelowna. I did both. No, rooms. I know. I don't mean you. I mean, if the people oh. that people are mad at from out of town, not oh, whatever. Okay, you're talking about a comic that doesn't I'm live talking, in Kelowna yes. looking at the fight. A, yeah, okay. from the outside. Okay. And then people are mad at them for listening to him, oh, essentially. Now, that's that's right? kind of the most hilarious part about <clears> this drama is all the different comedy rooms. There's the, the Alberta room, the Red Deer room, and they're all talking about it. And basically, everyone says, Kelowna's imploding. Ha, 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 ha. Yes. I'm like... This is my opinion, and it's no one else's that I've talked to so far, except for one person that's agreed with this. It looks petty and stupid. This whole thing it is. makes us look petty and stupid. It, it doesn't make it is in fact, one person look wor- worse than the other. It makes us all look bad. It is, in fact, hang on. Like, one guy did some fu- worse, worse stuff. I don't care. I'll push back. This whole thing looks high school and dumb as hell. It is. It is, in fact, is. And it's, like, somewhat public, but not really. It's mostly... Just a comedian drama. It is within the comedy scenes that come. And here. I took time out of our podcast to uh-huh. amplify it. You did. Yeah. I didn't think you were gonna, but you're doing it. <laughs> well, I had we nothing are. to talk about, and now I, now we're like thirty minutes in. Yeah. Well, you better finish it. I. I so what's the finish? So where so were Dave we? Dave started his own room. Dave started his own room. Rob's got a line in the sand. Don't do those things. Some of the comics stayed with Rob. Yeah, there were two for a, for a couple hangers on. Couple hangers on for a bit. COVID happened. Rob started tried to start his own open mic. We all went to it for three weeks. We all performed our best. Nobody showed up to the show. Right? Who's? Rob's at uh, the bowling alley. Oh, recently you mean at Freddy's? Yeah, met yeah. in like June mm-hmm. or July or whatever that was. Yeah, and like I said, I don't like the guy, but. I don't have to tol- I don't have to like someone to tolerate them in comedy. There's a lot of people you're not gonna like. Rugby trainer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You could uh, just let that be maybe true, eh? You had to just validate it immediately. I'm s- dude, I was so cut off guard by you saying it. No one knows what we're talking about. One person does. <laughs> <laughs> one person's gonna hear it. Actually like eight people do. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Holy fuck. <laughs> eight very specific people eight sh- probably short and stocky definitely all stocky people <clears throat> so uh, i guess uh god damn we've aired out our dirty laundry i don't know do you have anything to it's add not my to dirty laundry. that story well then uh i'm in the vi- i'm in the middle of this i'm one of the oldest serving yeah. Kelowna comics well whatever ignore Whatever about Rob here or there, I never got along with him from the beginning as a as a person. Yeah. So I have never liked the guy since the very beginning. All my friends, you'll mm-hmm. get a kick out of this. <clears throat> like Diva, Jeff, Kyle, like that group of friends. They like Buller. They they're all, they all call him Rob Ballstein, and he keeps correcting them. Like to this day, it's yeah. Ballston, and he's like whatever Ballstein, and like he once <laughs> tried to fight Jeff Paulson, and Jeff Paulson just slap slap like before he could even get his hands up. Yeah, Jeff. I don't know if he's a good fighter, but I've seen him fucking choke guys out like real quick. Like yeah, well, I guess that makes him a good makes fighter. Him a pretty good fighter, probably. yeah, but like. He has a box. He'll slap, slap, and then choke you. Like he's a, like a jiu-jitsu It's like guy. wrestling. Yeah. It's like literally wrestling. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, so well, he slap, slap, choked him? 
No, he slapped. He slapped him, and then Rob was like, "I don't want any part of this yeah. anymore." Shoot, <laughs> I seen him choke a different person. Yeah, um, and then uh, and then eventually everyone moved over to one team for the most part. Well, there only is one team. Yeah, how one, do you serve on the other team? That's it. You can't. Did you see? You're serving on the other team. You're you're bottoming. Did you see what Jordan Strauss said today? No. Oh, he Fuck. he went fucking hard in the paint. Well. There is there is people he's taken that that Rob has taken. I guess we're just saying it now. Rob has taken aside yeah. and been like, "I know I was a fucking dick before. I'm not gonna do that shit anymore." But he does do still my do shows, it. and then still did it anyways. Yeah. That's why there's a few comics that are absolutely furious. He did it to me because he talked to them directly. Yeah, he shook my hand and said, yeah. "Hey, look, it's over. Bury it. Blah yeah. blah blah." So uh-huh. I don't fucking. I have no respect for the guy. Yeah, he made. Also, we didn't say he made these attack ads against. Oh yeah, we never said. Never this. even said that. So that's the reason. That's what reason it sparked every. That those are the things I don't care Hang about. Hang on, we you say know, it explicitly. He made attack ads on Facebook directly attacking our like, our room as bad. Yeah. So yeah, bad comic. If you want to see bad comedy, get if, in the back of room. Yeah. Go go yeah. to Dakotas where all he of never us says perform. it. And by never the way, says Dakotas, but whatever. It's he the one he everyone knows. It's in fact yeah. true. He doesn't say Dakotas, but he does say the because back. He didn't room. want to get sued by Dakotas. The point is. I don't know. If you listen to this podcast, you should probably listen to Philosopher's Stone, Back Table Comedy, I Killed Your Dog. All those Back Table's probably going to talk about it. For sure. Yeah. The point is, there's a lot of really, 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 really good comedians. Yeah. That uh, he's kind of wrapped up in this we're all shit comedians bow, <laughs> which... We, well, he's also, if you want to find He a, started it. If you want to see point. what kind of comedian he, he is, it. Google Rob Balston on YouTube. Oh, also. Just go look up his yeah, stand up. And then watch the years on the video from like 2005 to 2020. And the jokes not change. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be distinct factors that the jokes are unchanging through time. <sighs> Timeless. 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 You know what they are? Classics. Dude, that's what I'm going to say about Rob Balston from now on. Timeless. <laughs> That's poetic. Oh fuck. Well, so then here's the thing. I lo- want to say one quick thing about should that. Should we air your dirty laundry? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Uh, absolutely not. I uh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. And no. <laughs> what? Not for my sake, truly. Yeah, to of be course. Perfectly What's honest. the last thing you were gonna say? I think that attack ads are kind of funny. Uh I, personally. Yeah, I know. I think of they're course kind of funny. You would. But here's the thing, though. Let's say. We, Here's Dakotas, why not Dakotas, funny. Dakotas or Dave ran tack ads. No one cares. Here's the thing. No one outside of the comedy scene gives a fuck about what that means. No. Or takes it seriously. It's true. If we ran counter tack ads, people would go, what is going on? And it would drum up a lot of interest. I thought it wasn't even a bad thing. Finding out about him doing that to the comics coming into town is a line that I don't think is... Cr- I think it's... You cross it and it's over. He, he would say to I think that's real in, fucked up. Any comic coming into town, they can't perform at... We said that already, uh, I think, right? I don't think we said oh, it explicitly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. Any comic that would perform <laughs> at, uh, quote-unquote, Dave's room or our room would not be allowed to work with him and... And then when... It's out- a Mark Breslin's Yuck Yuck thing. That's yeah. what, how we started this And then whole when comic. outright asked, he denied it. Went to the source of the comic, yeah, the recent one, yeah. and he went, no, that absolutely happened. Yeah. He definitely called me and did that. Yeah, And he's just a pussy. That's all there is to it. He's a pussy-ass bitch. <laughs> and a rugby team ran a train on his wife. <laughs> Those are just facts. <laughs> Jesus, Kyle. 
So two facts. Don't like the guy. I don't think he's a horrible person. I think he's it's a shitty thing to do, but I don't like him. So fuck him. All right, fuck Those off. are just facts. Oh, man, I don't Here's care. another fact. Here's when a- she gave birth, a baby fell out in four seconds flat. Another fact. They called it a train wreck. <laughs> uh, this is a probably terrible career move. This is a true story. Oh, no. Yeah, all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He called me out of the blue <clears throat> after dating. <clears throat> For a while. Oh, you're telling the... Okay. Should we not? Yeah. Probably not. All right. On the Patreon this Wednesday, <laughs> if you pay $5, <laughs> I promise to tell that story that, on the Patreon. That's funnier. Yeah. Five bucks? Come on. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, fuck. Do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? I can't think of anything about one thing right now. I can only think about one specific thing. (laughs) I am hard, if that's what you're wondering. I am hard. I'm fully torqued. Fully torqued. Uh, We read a bunch of bullshit. The main thing I was thinking of is, what if I was number seven? (laughs) What would that be like? It would be like... It'd be like, uh, <laughs> like you're uh, you're making deep fried corn dogs dips in mayonnaise, and you're just dipping the corn dog in mayonnaise, and then the greaser, and then that that's what it'd be like. Fun. Mayonnaise greaser, mayonnaise greaser. <laughs> that sounds gross. It it is gross. Oh. <laughs> And what did we read last week? <laughs> mayonnaise breading oh. greaser. Mayonnaise breading greaser. Oh. Okay. No one knows what we read last week. We're just going to move on. We're just going to go in Instead one Instead of direction. eating the corn dog, you marry it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you marry the mayonnaise, Kyle. Well, well safe that's, to, that's out there now. Safe to say we won't be working for Trainwreck any longer. No, I would uh, I would imagine not. Okay, uh, we're just going to... By the way, none of that actually happened. <laughs> Am I supposed to agree with you? No. Is this like some sort of like Bible disclaimer where we just put an asterisk on the whole Bible and be like, yeah, none of that happened. God's nice. Yeah. It's like the opposite of a movie that's like, this is based on a true story. (laughs) This isn't based on a true story. (laughs) So like most fictions. Yeah. All right. Uh, Second Kings. Comedy. Comedy, people. In Kelowna. It's petty. (laughs) Second Kings. Petty. No one else cares. I mean, I feel like I need to preempt a bunch of I fucked your wife jokes. (laughs) <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> Patreon, five dollars. I feel the on need Wednesday to talk about Absalom and a bunch of darts. All right, Second uh, Kings, chapter sixteen. I forgot the point of this podcast. All right, it's the Bible. Is that the point? No. 
not good. <clears throat> no, I caught her in my own bed. That Drugs was... all over the house. I forgot how funny that one was. That was fucking crazy <laughs> to like hear for real and then see the guy. Like, yeah. All right. Ahaz, king of Judah, 2 Kings 16, verse 1. In the 17th year of Pekah, son of Romelia, Ahaz, son of Jotham, king of Judah, began to reign. Ahaz was 20 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. Unlike David, his father, he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He walked in the ways of the kings of Israel and sacrificed his son in a fire. Jesus fucking Christ. Hmm? He sacrificed. I wasn't listening his... at all. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was lost in a thought. That was my bad. So who who's doing it and who got sacrificed in a fire? Okay, so Ahaz, king, son of Pekah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He walked in the ways of the kings of Israel. <clears throat> so bad. And it seems even... to mean mostly bad now yeah. these days. Uh, Normally well... it was good. It was good for a while. But now it's been mostly bad. Let's have we ever fucking I have we explicitly given God shit for picking the worst kings of all time? Like hey, like Oh yeah. I work at a He's coffee re- shop now. Yeah. All right. There's an owner and there's a manager, and then there's all of us. And from what I've heard at this mythical coffee shop that no one knows where I work that I shouldn't be talking about publicly mm-hmm. on a podcast. Nope. Uh there's a management ownership uh riff what you're saying is starbucks has a better recruitment policy than god yeah that's what i'm saying i guess i didn't need to make it so personal (laughs) i hear you though so god keeps picking these fucking idiots year after year and he oh man once again uh, I talked to this guy directly. I interviewed him. I talked to his dad. His dad was a piece of shit, but I thought he was better than his dad. And after talking to him directly and him saying that he was going to do what I asked him to do directly, he didn't do what I said he's supposed to do. And now I have to like give now him I have leprosy. To, and, no, like, I, and I have to kill half the people he reigns on over. On his behalf. And Look, I picked him. Fuck. Look what he's making me do. Killing everyone I love. Isn't that insane? I feel like that's how... Uh, that God just keeps picking fucking idiots. It's probably how that dude felt that just killed that crazy bitch. You're going to need more than pronouns Oh, uh, You know the... I don't know their names. The the van couple. What? You haven't been following this? No. It's been man. everywhere. There's been a van life Instagram couple. She went missing. He's on the run. I used to have a van. Yeah, but they like blog. And there's like... Whatever. So a guy killed his fucking van wife. His girlfriend or wife. Well, I'm not even sure. Yeah. And? And I was like, he's probably feeling like God. He's like, you made me do this. Why would you make me do this? <sighs> yeah, God always does that. God is that type of a piece of shit. It's just, path- it's just pathetic that he picks king after king, and it's like God chose the kings. That's kind of the whole point of the kingship. He's like that It's other- God's fucking representative on earth. And he's like... Oh, I picked yet another fucking idiot that would raise the Asheroth poles and start, like, you know, dialing the fucking titties of Marduk and, like... God God is a thing for fuckboys, dude. 
It's like the dude at the coffee shop. He's like, I don't know why this keeps happening to me. <laughs> what, I keep on picking vapid whores that are only with me for my money, and they keep on doing drugs and cheating on me. And God's like, I keep on picking fuckboys, and they just want to go around. Israel <laughs> is a fuckboy. Dude, Photoshop a fuckboy scumbag Steve hat on the country of Israel, and then say something about Palestine. You'll make a million dollars. Nice. Done. All right. Uh, he walked in. I'm going to do it verbatim. The hat, and then just write something about Palestine. Yeah, scum, fucking scumbag Izzy. No, I mean literally the words, something about Palestine. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll work. That'll work. And with scumbag Izzy min- yeah. on the top. Yeah. He did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord, his God, who God picked himself. Mm-hmm. Imagine believing this. God has like the worst uh, fantasy football team that's ever existed. Dude. You know what I mean? He's, he's never won. Uh, he's never won a season. Been playing for eternity, still can't win. He picked Lucifer. The guy defected immediately. He's like, I pick Lucifer, head of music. <laughs> Lucifer, head of music. He's like, I'm making satanic death, little bitch. He's like, fuck. First thing he did was defect. His favorite guys, Gabriel, put the trumpet down. Go fucking do something. All the other God's girlfriends that are picking based on what jerseys they like that they think are the prettiest are beating him every year. Oh, God. My friend's girlfriend won, and she picked whatever jersey she thought was the prettiest. That just goes to show you how dumb sports are. I like, I, like power to her. I think yeah. she's right. And she openly said it, and everyone was mad, and it was very funny. I know, dude. She she can openly say that guys will get mad, and mm-hmm. yet at the same time, Barstool Sports has a goldfish that picked like thirteen out of sixteen. <laughs> Did it really? And everyone's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> The goldfish is a genius. It's like your girlfriend who picks on colors. Like fuck you, bitch. You don't understand my hobbies. No, you don't. What? How did you do it? You got to look. I gave you stat sheets. Yeah, I gave oh, you a the whole goldfish? book to study. How much stats did you study, Goldie? The goldfish. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Not too much. <laughs> I don't know how to be the goldfish in that scenario. Uh, when yeah. we're riffing, blub blub. Fuck yourself. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes they just end abruptly. You need like a crowd to go, oh, or like even boo. All right, I'll boo you. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Got it. That's hang on. I do not want to start a precedent that I do not not want to be booed on this podcast. You just formally asked me to. Okay, for one episode only. All right. This is your one booing episode. Only Only if you end abruptly. Otherwise, no booze. Go fuck yourself. Podcast is over. No. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, he did evil. Walked in the ways of his... Uh, oh, he... Yeah, he walked in the ways of the kings of evil. Uh, Israel. The kings of evil. So, no, Dude, that's, that's a dope. That's that, a dope name. That was... Uh, the pod. The kings of evil. That's what I was thinking of. But that's not what it says. The kings of evil, dude? That's pretty sweet. He walked in the ways of the kings of Israel. And even sacrificed... That's a great band name, too. Sacrifice his son in a fire, following the detestable ways of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. Did the Lord drive them out, or did the Israelites drive them out, and the Lord take credit? How about... Refresh my memory. Did the Lord drive them out, or did the Israelites drive them out, and did the Lord take credit? I believe the Lord took credit. Okay. I don't remember. (laughs) What did you want me to say? (laughs) Well, that's in fact what happened, but then you just discredited yourself. So now, like, me asking you meant nothing. Yes, the Lord... Never did anything. The Israelites did everything, and then he took credit. The Lord, the only thing, there was a couple times. There was the plague sent on some city I can't pronounce, and then there was the blindness, 
And then there was the pools of water that struck them blind. And those are the three times I guess you could give credit to the, the Lord. Oh, okay. And uh, if I missed any, go ahead and uh, email me and tell me I'm wrong. Hey, by the way, like we should have more corrections. For how fucking wrong I am, I'm surprised there's not a lot more pushback. Dipshits. You think they're just, they're not on the ball. Well, I the know un, for unfaithful. a fact there's Christians that have emailed. Yeah. I'm specifically talking to Christians here. Mm-hmm. Christians. I love that you listen to this as some sort of self. I don't believe a Christian's ever had a reflective thought reading the Bible. Oh, they're so not it's al- hard for them to criticize. They're not allowed. They're not allowed. <laughs> but if I even just get reading the Bible wrong, that's a fucking, fucking T-ball, man. <laughs> you toss it up, well, you knock it out the park. I mean, pointing out how you pronounce every single name wrong is probably okay, not going to... That's redundant. Let's yeah. talk about like the meat of the issues. Right. I'm a, Let's talk about the spirit of the law, not the letter of the law. Gotcha. All right. Now so- we're sucking dicks. I mean, that's illegal, but we I would. I would knowing that it pisses off God. <laughs> like if God was real, you'd take a couple shots. If of God mouth. was real, I'd be gay. <laughs> <laughs> Just uncomfortably gay. Yeah. Just hating it. Hey, you oh, be- you hate this? <laughs> oh, 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 how much do you hate it? Oh, 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 oh. I love this. Hey, I actually hate this. It's hard to breathe, but I love it because how much you hate it. Your pain washes away my pain. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you hate this? Put another one in the other end. Seriously, put one in the other end. Just going to bathhouses? Yeah. You, man, stop doing that. I'm the god of, I'm the creator of the universe. Don't put that in your mouth. Take that out of your mouth right now. Take that out of your mouth right now. Like your no. mom. No, I won't. I won't. Oh. I'm going to put another one in. I'm going to swallow it. I'm going to swallow the cum. I'm going to swallow the cum. I'm not, wait, no, I'm going to spit it out. I'm spilling it. Put one in my ass. <laughs> I love that God's just throwing a tantrum, pulling his like non-existent bald hair out. Did you lose most of your hair on the crown of thorns, Jesus Christ? Do you think Jesus is bald? It says in Isaiah that Jesus was ugly. It says that he was ugly. There's nothing to make you want to look at him. They make him like a distinguished-looking white dude. (laughs) Getting close up and personal with that mic. I tried to deep throat the whole mic. (laughs) I know. It's covered. Turns out we found your limit of what you would able to be, what size dick you'd be able to piss off God with. Gorilla, which is... Very t- small. Yeah, they have tiny dicks. They all have. Yeah, I know. But that, that's a little misdirect I threw out. I saw a video on the internet of, uh, it was like an orangutan or something. Some dude passed out with his hand against the cage of the of the orangutan cage and his friends were filming. Hang on. Yeah. What led up to that reckless endeavor? I mean, they're probably boozing it up. Of course, but yeah. that's literally the... W- I hung, I passed out with my f- See, they thought, they thought in it- reach of a psycho. They thought it was funny, but I thought he was going to get his hand bitten off. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Before I've heard the story. He didn't. Uh, the fucking orangutan tongues in between his fingers to lube it up, and then starts fucking his hand. Nice. <laughs> He's the funniest, smallest penis of all time, too. I love... I'm th- pretty sure human babies have bigger dicks than most primates, which is a pretty big flex. That means that there's potentially a market for human baby adult orangutan porn. 
Theoretically, it's, it's I'm out just there. saying. No, I hear you. It's possible. The biology matches up. Hey, God, why would you make that comparable? Oh, yeah. That's on God, by the way. Uh, have you seen the monkey fucking a frog? Yeah. That's a the classic. Di- and it's alive, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a toad. There's a. I was a toad in my past life. There's a monkey fucking a dead fish on the ground. Those are all. Great. No, no, it's a dolphin. Those are fucking all... a dead carcass of a fish. Man, dolphin pussy looks tight. I gotta say, if you just look at the pussy, it looks tight. Look up dolphin pussy no. right now and just nope. do it. I swear to God, you'll be jerking off and uh, for dolphin pussy in two weeks. Okay, uh, Christians, if any of you are I like, left. how after the pod, Caleb always goes, "How did it come to that?" <laughs> Every time, how did it? How did it come back to there? Because I feel like you lead me down the wide. You know, there's the, the the road to hell is paved with good intentions. There's the straight and narrow, and there's the wide. oh, oh, isn't that dude. nice? That's oh, a nice one. Fuck, oh, that's a nice one. <laughs> yeah. Christians, is... if any of you are left. Oh God, that creeped me out. Christians, I didn't expect it to look at, like Christians. So much like a vagina. Oh, so yeah, it creeped you out because of how much you want to fuck it. That's I do why. not want to fuck it. Okay, Christians, if any yeah. of you are left, I'm talking to you. Explain to me and riddle me this. Why, if it's such an offensive thing that you have to be put to death for being gay, mm-hmm. why are there gay mammals of every type of mammal that are gay? And giraffes especially are the gayest They are mammal. the gayest one. Yeah. yeah. They have like, what is it? Th- it's like almost 30% yeah, gay like, relationships like, like, or something like, crazy. Like a, a gross like, amount. Like way more than human beings. Like not even close. And also straight giraffes fucking pound uh, the female giraffes bladders with those horns on their head. Those weird giraffe horns. Giraffes have horns. I don't know if you know. Oh, and they dig it into their... Yeah. Yeah. And then they get that piss on their horns and then they fuck them. That's God designed it that way, Christians. <laughs> don't get mad at us. I was talking so, about hey, this. Christians, yeah. I want... One bold Christian, and I know you're out there because God's always telling you how bold you are. Email me in and explain to me why would God make gay everything that's not a human? Mm-hmm. Just explain that. I don't like because we're set apart from the animals. Why would they design specific animals to only be able to rape and then and 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 then and then kill them because they're gay? So there's a beetle. I think it's called a drill beetle. I could be wrong. John Lennon, gayest beetle ever. <laughs> this is probably how we fucked Yoko, by the way. <laughs> so there's a beetle where the vagina is completely closed up on the female, but she still has all the reproductive or- organs. Is it completely closed? Yep. And he has a drill penis, drills in through her back. So it wasn't completely closed. He made a new one. Yeah. God closes one hole and opens another. <laughs> Exclusively as God designed drill that. Rape. Hey, hey, Christians, all drill you, rape, all you uh, intelligent design <clears throat> Christians. That's like me getting a drill at Home Depot. You don't have a vagina. I drill a hole into your uterus and fuck that hole, or just deposit the semen. They fuck it though. I know, but like, come on, Kyle, that's too far. <laughs> just trying, dude. Could it, you imagine, like, Kyle, that's too far, dude? If I have the hole, if I already have the hole, I'm fucking it. Well, that's if kind, I'm there. That's kind of the idea. Yeah, there wasn't already the hole. You had to make the I had to make the hole. Said hole. Well, God made me like that. Uh, Jesus Christ made you. Jesus like Christ, that. our Lord and Savior. Yeah, Jesus Christ he made me a rapist. God beetle. 
and Jesus, they're the same guy. And Jesus says that uh, if there is no Jesus, the Holy Ghost. Jesus will, once said, yeah. Jesus once <laughs> said, if uh, you look at a woman lustfully, you've committed adultery. And Jesus said right after that, if your left eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. Mm-hmm. If your right eye causes you to sin, cut it, gouge it out. If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. So by extension of Jesus' logic, considering that there's beetles drilling holes to dump loads in, mm-hmm. if you're still horny after gouging out your eyes and cutting off your hands, you should drill a hole and fuck it and fill it with semen. I think that's what Jesus that's, said. That's the end? I think that's what Jesus said, dude. If that, if we abi- by extension of all the logic, I think that's what Jesus said. If we abided by any of these rules, every dude would be walking around with no hands. <laughs> Getting on elevators that are constantly moving. Dudes would be jerking off with their forearms, have to cut those off. <laughs> yeah. Cut enough hands, cut enough forearms. Yeah, why'd you put our dick within reach? I know that's like a fucking bumper sticker, but seriously. I it, mean, it's sweet. I've, Imagine the animals that are just... Of course. You ever seen a horse just fucking hard in a pasture? Just can't fuck anything? Hard, hard in a pasture? <laughs> yeah, hard in a pasture, dude. I think I, I think it was, uh, that Mr. Hand dude that got fucked up by the horse was a pastor. Okay. In fact. we've. I think we've read two This is off the rails. This is way off the rails. Do you should do you yeah, have I more to ask? No, no. Let's go back to the Bible first. I in fact have like a page and a half to read. And Perfect. I feel like we got like it. Forty five minutes in. Oh yeah, we're farther than that. Hey, we did some short ones. We can do a long one. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. So um, forty five minute are here. Hour and a half, mostly about rape and uh, trains, a- animal animal gay sex. It's about autistic animal train piece. conductors. Yep. <clears throat> And all the passenger trains that... Chad would really like train wreck comedy. <laughs> you should have them Have you met the, Chad podcast? You should have them on the... Have you met Chad podcast? Should I Should I call him up and be like, okay, truce before this episode comes out and just be like, hey, you want to come do <laughs> yeah, this? shake his hand and everything. Look, I promise I won't say anything. <laughs> I promise. And then just release it. See what he does. The good news is... It's not first-hand knowledge to me. It's second. <laughs> All right, I'm done with it. All right, back to the Bible. In this, All right, Wesley Salem. Oh God. Oh Lord. He oh, can't Lord. handle the drama. Okay, so they, the Lord driven him out, sacrifices hilltops. Um, he offered sacrifices, burnt incense at the high places. Mm, yeah. And under every spreading tree, then resin, king of Iran, spreading. Like that one faithful night. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Go on. The trains ran on time <laughs> in Mussolini's Italy. Didn't... In the Mussolini's Immaculata Catholic Church. Then Resin, King of Aram, and Pakistan of Not Aurelia. a train missed its stop. <laughs> Delivered all its passengers on time. Never missing a beat. Most efficient train they've ever seen, they said. The people said... What was this train made by Jap- the Japanese? Because this is the most efficient train we've ever seen. <laughs> Bullet train, they were calling it. <laughs> Not because of its speed, because someone would... The like train to- derailed. <laughs> no one was wearing a seatbelt. It was a huge mess. <clears throat> Oh, okay, then, back to the Bible. Then, then back, oh, that might be the first time in the history of the podcast you've said that. 
Then Rezin, king of Aram, and Pekah, son of Romelia, king of Israel, marched up to fight against Jerusalem and besieged Ahaz. But they could not overpower him. At that time, Rezin, king of Aram, recovered Elath for Aram by driving out the men of Judah. Edomites moved into Elath and have lived there to this day. That one little paragraph, I I know it didn't sound like a lot, Mm -hmm. but they lost about 50% of the territory that the Israelites lived in. in, Yeah. Rezin, king of Aram. So Syria moves in, attacks Judah. The other guy attacks from Edom and the other guy attacks from the south. They basically just reduced the kingdom of Israel by a third to half the size. Huh. Okay. That's because, you know, the king fucked up again. God can't pick a winner. Well, uh, yeah. And so uh, Ahaz sent messengers to Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria. This is a verifiable historical fact. Tiglath-Pileser did exist, and Tiglath-Pileser did fuck did up. fuck them up? Yeah, he fucked Turned them up. Turned out worshiping calves wasn't so bad then, eh? <laughs> hey, God? Turns out it worked pretty good for a bit. Well, well I don't know what they worshipped. I get, but the, I guess the point is, though, that I mean, you're saying that God couldn't protect the Israelites, which is true. I'm saying the other people are worshiping gods, right? Yeah, and it seems to be working pretty good when you fuck yes. up God's favorite people over and over again. I mean, the dumb. Like and- we keep on calling Israel dumb for being like, "Why are you going to other things?" It's because everyone else is fucking them up constantly, worshiping other things. So they're getting a lot of negative reinforcement. Yeah. Based on the fact that, oh, they're worshiping p- staves and ca- golden cows, and they're killing us well, so by the thousands. So obviously, it has mm-hmm. nothing. That's obviously the like, that's the narrative they built into the story to explain why they were losing. I'm sure if like modern day historians historians were writing this, would be like, you know, Israel's uh, birth rate was at less than one. Israel had major deficiencies of cough. I'm like slurring like crazy. You are. You've had two drinks. I had one drink before I came here, but like now I'm slurring a lot. Really badly. I know. It's like embarrassing. I can hear myself. Like absolutely hammered you don't slur that much. I'm not really that hammered. I know. That's my point. Okay. So I'm not hammered. I've had. This is psychosomatic, dude. (laughs) Get it together. The point is, uh, it's. What I'm saying is these are like human explanations, like after the fact. Like, I don't really truly believe that the God abandoned them and blah, 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 blah. And like. Oh, really? Uh, no, of course. But it's just, it's weird. It's, it's You don't believe that they believe that? Of course they believe yes. it, right? Well, they might really believe it. And they also might be other factors. But they kind of explained everything by God doesn't love us right I know. now. It's just hilarious to see it explained like that. Our crops aren't growing. It's After, not the fact that we've never rotated them. Remember it's like last God chapter? They, they drove out the Edomites from so-and-so. And God blessed them while they did it. Even mm. though the Asheroth poles and blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm imagine saying, imagine losing, a, losing a battle or a war. And then going around try, and trying to find out who had gay sex to get mad at. Um, that's honestly not far from the truth (laughs) like that probably happened losing a battle be like all right i know two of you fucked each other i know two you did it god's mad at us the romans killed one in ten guys like one of you's probably a homo bang what do you mean decimation they randomly killed people you know the word decimation yes deci 10 mation destroy Okay. One in ten. So you get in groups of tens. You throw dice. Well, you kill a random person. 
One in yeah, one in ten gets beat to death by his comrades. Is that just fear? That's just, uh, uh, hey, some fear. T- hey, you ever heard of hazing? That's yeah. Roman hazing. Harden the fuck up. Holy shit. We're gonna kill a tenth we're gonna kill ten percent of our army. So ourselves. That's insane. Yeah. It seems like a bad strategy. It is a dumb strategy <laughs> to kill ten percent of your army. But do you know how uh it in fact does I shouldn't say it does wonders for morale. It has worked for morale in the past. It'll, it'll, it'll make it so you're not scared of death as much, I guess. Dude, that plus... If you, if you don't get killed in battle, you get killed by your own... That was usually done to a unit that had like run away or something. So oh, yeah. The unit that retreats. So that like, makes more guess sense. Guess what? Uh, you guys are getting decimated, so everyone draw lots. And uh, you know, you know, man, you played sports, I played sports. Mm-hmm. You know, in the last moment when we're drawing those straws... Everyone knows who's getting the losing straw. You know what I mean? And They're just going to kill a guy anyways. What yeah, well, you've been told to kill a guy. No, I know, but everyone... But guess who's getting killed? Not the guy with the shortest straw. Yeah. The least liked. Yes. Yeah. Like, every time I heard about decimation, everyone was like, could you believe a completely random killing? And I was like, this is not I didn't think he was random either. I'm like... We're weeding out the least liked 10% of our army. It would be like, all right, we're doing this, and everyone would look at one person and just start beating the fuck out of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. You pull the, the shortest straw and be like, oh, no. Imagine screaming to death, I I didn't have the <laughs> short one. Just, that doesn't matter, dude. Whatever, Nathan. <laughs> Whatever, Darb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice mullet, idiot. I never fucking liked it. That's wild. Uh, so they drove out the Elamites, and the Elamites have lived there to this day. Ahaz sent messengers to say to Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria. T- Tiglath-Pileser, by the way, is an uh, absolute badass. He was the greatest conqueror uh, in human history, or actually, I should say, in recorded human history up to that point. Mm-hmm. So he did a lot of great things, but he killed a lot of people and he animated it on his like reliefs and walls. So people... Holy shit. But, uh, like taking trophies from a hunt, like way worse. Even, um, what are some of the things he did? He made a pillar out of people, like a totem, like a human totem pole, yeah. cut all their arms off and like watched them bleed out and like drank blood from the oh. pillar and like, they're all like pushed together by spears and stuff. Like a lot of successful rulers had to do a lot of fucked up shit. Well, I guess that was my next point. Is didn't have to, but did, and were successful because of it. So nowadays, Christians use the idea of God's always watching you. Mm-hmm. The Chinese use the idea of cameras are always watching you. <laughs> yeah, the, one's more effective. Yeah, but that's been an effective god's never abducted a billionaires all the billionaires what i'm saying is that's kind of how they did it though i know that it's like kind of a like every parent in the world goes god sees everything you do but they don't see everything you do but if they catch you doing anything the punishment is so cross the line Mm -hmm. (sighs) that not a lot of people step out of line in fact, the exact same amount step out of line. Yeah, it's about that. I... Yeah, it's in in, in it's fact, fun. crime rates are almost the same since you know when people say draconian law, mm-hmm. that goes back to Draco. That's one of the oldest laws that we have, mm-hmm. and the punishment for almost everything is death: lying, death, stealing, death, you know, assault, death, and um, 
a contemporary asked him about this policy. Why is the crime for everything death? He said, well, for most most crimes, I thought that was an appropriate punishment. And for the worst crimes, I couldn't think of anything worse than death. (laughs) (laughs) That's his own explanation. That's hilarious. You should be put to death. If you steal steal, death. Yeah. Murder. I guess death because there's nothing worse than death. (laughs) Can't kill him twice. Yes. Fuck him and kill him. (laughs) He he wasn't very imaginative, (laughs) Mr. Draco. All right, so the Rezin, king of uh, Aram and Pekka, son of Amelia, marched up to fight against Jerusalem and besieged Ahaz, but they could not overpower him. At that time, Rezin, king of Aram, Syria, recovered Elath for Aram by driving out the men of Judah. Edomites then moved to Elath and lived there to this day. Ahaz sent messengers to say to Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria. This is one of the um, verifying cases in the Bible where we actually know that this is actually true. Verified by other sources. Uh, the Assyrians say it, the Babylonians say it, and the Bible says it. Thus, right. we can reasonably assume that all three disputing parties... Well, one of those is in cahoots, because the Bible and the Babylonians are probably in it together. <laughs> you stupid fucking <laughs> idiot. The Babylonians. Uh, Ahaz sent messengers to the king, Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria. I am your servant and your vassal. Come up and save me out of the hand of king a- uh, the king of Aram and the king of Israel, who are attacking me. And Ahaz took the silver and gold found in the temple of the Lord and in the treasures of the royal palace and sent it, to, sent it as a gift to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria compiled by attacking Damascus and captured, complied, sorry, the king of Assyria complied by attacking Damascus and capturing it. He deported its inhabitants to cure and put resin to death. So Israel uh, actually uh, beneficially and effectively allied themselves. This is like Italy uh, aligning with Germany in the Second World War. It's actually less like that. It's more like it's more like Finland aligning with Germany in the Second World War. It's like a tiny out of the way country. That's about to get swallowed by a colossus in Russia. Like mm-hmm. Finland was going to get destroyed by Russia. And then they resisted as hard as they could and then joined the other superpower. So Israel joined Assyria. Okay. They're the ancient Nazis, by the way. They're, Assyria? Yeah, the, the fucking worst. What they do? Oh, everything. They well, they didn't them. try to genocide the Jews. Uh, they they did, teamed up with them. Well, they did, actually, eventually. But they, they actually already have back we, here. We've already read about it. Mm-hmm. This is like hundreds of years of war yeah so there's you know the nation like you know what you're actually pretty good with money so <laughs> you guys got i like how even the germans were like well the smart ones we're gonna keep and you're like i thought they were all the plague on the earth you know what i mean but the ones that benefit me we yeah, are gonna keep those it's it's such a wish wash oh yeah or shit it totally i mean yeah. totally is and it's arbitrary to the person like that one guy in uh, invented the it's like a pepper grinder calculator. You ever seen it? It was the most advanced mechanical no. calculator that's ever existed. John von Neumann. And there's nothing been anywhere close to it until we got digital. It's it looks like a pepper grinder, and you set the numbers in, and then you turn it, and it's all mechanical gearing inside. It is an absolute like, engineering no. marvel. It okay. is unbelievable, and he invented it to k- keep his life, I guess, in concentration camp. Yeah, it's. Pretty bananas how 
they would just like kind of change their whole worldview just to like whatever. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it doesn't make any sense to go. It doesn't make any these sense. These people are the absolute plague and the cause of everything bad, which is what they but were saying at the time. it makes sense in like a. If you're a human. Yeah. In like a plain, like in a so quote unquote common sense standpoint yeah. where it's just like, you just say that guy's not a Jew. Yeah, but then you. But no, then no, you can, no, no. I know Jews. That guy's not a Jew. That's what you say. But then you can keep. That's what you say. They didn't though. They kept them in concentration camps, knew they were Jews, and you just used them for stuff. But it's funny to go. You can keep on extrapolating that like this Jew's good for something, right? Yeah. But you can keep on going to the point where all Jews are, or almost all of them, if you're a Nazi. Yeah. You could eventually get to the point where most of them are probably useful to you, and now you're not killing anyone. Now it's not a genocide anymore. My point is, that first having Dude, the thought you just erases. Reversed, you just reverse slippery slope the Holocaust. You just like went, maybe we shouldn't kill any of them. Yeah, they, they, some of them have some redeeming qualities. I mean, both of those things are stupid arguments. You're not wrong. It was just hilarious to see the reverse <laughs> of like, what if we let some of the dumb ones in our gene pool? That's because that was their whole yeah. argument, right? Yeah. Why don't you put some of the smart ones back in the gene pool? Right, and then this guy's pretty good at that, and then that guy's... I saw him throw a football pretty good, so... No Jews have been good at football. Not one. <laughs> I don't know why I chose that. Frisbee golf, maybe? <laughs> I should have chose frisbee golf. I think there's a couple J-Dogs chucking some discs out there. Huck, Shout out. Hucking, oh, dude. By the way, uh, I don't know how long we are past the actual deadline, or not past... Whatever, past the announcement point. At some point around six months ago, you said to be a pro golfer in a year. How's that mm -hmm. going? Really bad. Yeah? Yeah. Are you even as good as your roommate? No. Well, you better get to work. Yeah. I have so much to read. It's crazy. Um, what time of day is it? What? Like, I have two. Oh, fuck. We got time, man. What I, time of day is it? I got to do a show in Vernon. Yeah, okay. I leave at four. Oh, all right. Uh, where were we? <clears throat> so you're just getting them all primed up here for the... It's Vernon. <laughs> it is Vernon. No one cares about Vernon. Fucking... As much as people don't care about Colonas, what I said earlier, much less people care about Vernon. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say I'm Rob Balson and just start calling people the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> like how uh, Mark Norman goes, I'm Kevin Hart. Good night. Yeah. Except... <laughs> That one's obviously. I mean, yeah. Mine's not a joke. <laughs> I am Rob Alston. I've always been Rob Alston. I ride the train after everyone else rode the train. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and the Haz took the silver and gold found in the temple of the Lord and in the treasuries of the royal palace, sent it as a gift to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria compiled it, complied by attacking Damascus. That's uh modern-day Damascus, and capturing it. He deported its inhabitants to Kerr and put resin to death. Then King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, and he saw an altar in Damascus and sent to Uriah the priest a sketch of the altar with detailed plans for its construction. So Uriah the priest built an altar in accordance with all the plans that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus and finish it before King Ahaz returned. Any questions? You're no. looking at me like I'm retarded. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> no questions. And yeah, you're retarded. When the king came back from Damascus, he saw the altar. He approached it and presented an offerings on it. He offered up his burnt offering and a grain offering and poured out his drink offering and sprinkled the blood of his fellowship offerings on the altar. 
the bronze altar that stood before the Lord he brought from the front of the temple, from between the new altar and the temple of the Lord, and put it on the north side of the altar. Now, none of that is inherently interesting at Not all. Not even a Nobody little. Nobody gives a fuck. But what you can infer from that, and I don't even understand it, but like, let's say you went to your friend's, uh, let's say you just went to your friend's house, and he died of COVID in his sleep and you pulled out his journal and mm-hmm. his whole journal was just full of like how to put the furniture around his house. You should put the furniture, you should put the couch over there <laughs> with the table on the next to it. If you ever put the table on the other side, all you could infer is that it was very important to your friend. Some wild OCD shit too. Yeah. So God is also That's OCD. a funny way to put it. Yeah. But like he is, he's like, Seriously, all the shit matters. The altar, how you construct shit, where you put it, what you put in front of it, who's behind it. And you're like, why? Yeah. He's like, because that's how I like it. Yeah. Now, and- take your dick out of that guy's ass <laughs> and build me the fucking altar the way I said the first time. Yeah. And like, he put three books of the Bible is about how he fucking... The guy is a fucking OCD crazy nerd, for sure. Mm-hmm. And he really likes tapestry. And I know who in our timeline we can relate to people who really like... Theatrical tapestry. Who oh. very particular models? Models, yeah. Derek Zoolander. Yeah, people who make the people who make the dresses for the models and rug munchers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they love it. Who else? Yeah, that's all I can think of. <laughs> Persians. Yeah. Oh, they love it for sure. They make rugs. Yeah, and gold. They like gold. You know God that. likes both those things. God's probably Persian. He could be Persian. He, in fact, comes from the same place. There's no, yeah, there's no other thing he could be, I don't think. <laughs> what about? There's nothing else. This is like the craziest shit ever. Just two fucking maniacs just laughing to themselves, not saying God's a retard faggot. Yeah, pretty much it. You ruined it, though. And he is. He obviously is. He's such a retarded faggot. <laughs> That's why he love hates himself so much. Because we are him. He really just hates himself. I am God. He's a self. He's what a self hating. He's a he's a self hating Jewish retard faggot. <laughs> Please. YouTube. Can we use that as a title? Yeah, self hating or- Jewish retard faggot. <laughs> I think is a good title. Yeah, you think so? Think it's good for the algorithm. King Ahaz then gave these orders to Uriah the priest. On the large new altar, offer the morning burnt offering and the evening grain offering. The king's burnt offering and his grain offering. The burnt offering of all the people of the land. And their grain offering and their drink offering. Sprinkle. Dude, fucking... Taxes go back to as far as you can imagine, dude. They have a drink tax. They have an eat tax. They have a wealth tax. They have a grain tax. They have a, hey, they even have, just like our modern day government, uh, the fucking uh, Thanksgiving tax. We have the like, hey, uh, it's, oh, what's the one? The fucking positive name tax. The positive named tax? Yeah, it's got the positive name. In the Bible or in... No, in our current society. This joke would have worked. Never mind. We're past it. The point is, they have propaganda names for all their taxes. They have, like, fellowship, grain, thankfulness. Like, they just give it good names. Harmonized sales tax is what I was trying to think of. Oh, okay. Like, positive-sounding fucking bullshit. You know what's fucked up? They introduced the HST 
Because they're like, it's going to be more efficient. It wasn't. It was. It was way worse. It was, in fact, it, better. It taxed everyone more. And no, then when, no, 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 no. You're, you're actually wrong. Let me finish wrong. it. I'm not wrong. And I know for a and fact. When they got rid of the HST, they kept it at what it was when they inflated the, to the HST. So they just brought it back to normal tax, calling it normal things. But it was two to three percent higher. I'm going to, I'm going to. Okay, so the well, tax, they raised the HST. Okay, so the tax may have been higher. It was, and I want to preempt getting into the wrong argument, which we get into all the time. Mm-hmm. But the 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 thrust or the presentation of the harmonized sales tax was when you get taxed normally in British Columbia, you have PST and GST, mm-hmm. so sales tax. So one's provincial, but one goes to the of course, Canadian but go- like, federal government. This is a hypothetical. Just let me be wrong if I'm wrong. Okay, but. Let's say for logging, when you cut down a tree, Mm -hmm. you get taxed on the chainsaw you bought. You get taxed on the trucks you bought. You get taxed on the gas you bought. You Mm -hmm. get taxed on the equipment that you wore. So the harmonized sales tax was the the thrust or the purpose of it was to take all the tax from every level of getting taxed in between the log to becoming a table and putting it on the end user. Oh, that was not it at all. Not even close. That's what they at least said. That would be great. That's what that would have been way less tax for the government. Why would they ever do that? Oh man. I really don't want to argue about this with you on this podcast, but I, I studied this for school. I'm pretty sure. But how could that possibly happen? Cause they were taxing them the whole way up. So that's I'm what, telling you, if you bought the bulldozer to make the to get the wood to get the table, you have to pay tax on everything all the way up. There was never a time where they're like, "Don't worry about that till the end." That never happened. That's what the harmonized sales tax was supposed to remedy. Well, they didn't do that in practice at all. Wow, that would be great. Okay, Just in, taxing the end result would in, in practice. Would, I can't speak. Not to practice, only that, but I can speak to the theory. Do you know what the HST did though? They added a tax to used cars. They the added exact a- opposite. You have to, in Alberta, you buy a car, it gets taxed once. You sell that car, never gets taxed again. In BC, it was like that. Now in BC, you have to pay the full There's, HST. You have to pay 12%. Okay, but it's that's, not 12. That's it's a back, car one. It's like 8% end, or that's something. That's back end, though. That's yeah, like, horseshit. Okay, but that's not. that wasn't the <clears throat> original purpose of the HST tax. Taxing it once. Okay, but that's, okay, so you're bringing up used cars where they've now added a tax that every time through. you sell that you sell the car okay, every year that got added on we're talking about like groceries talking about everything that comes into canada all the imports that's it was a good tax i i voted for the tax all right i mean i don't agree so <laughs> boo <laughs> boo God, we have so much more to read. No, let's just read a little bit more. Okay, so then verse, so we have all the like propaganda names for the tax offerings. So then verse 15, King Ahaz then gave these orders to Uriah the priest. On the large new altar, offer the morning burnt offering and the evening grain offering, the king's burnt offering and his grain offering and the burnt offering of all the people of the land and the offering and the drink offering and the sprinkle of the blood of the burnt offerings on the sacrifices, I will use the bronze altar for seeking guidance. And Uriah, the priest, did as King Ahaz had ordered, which is insane that he's doing as King Ahaz ordered because King Ahaz is an Assyrian who doesn't mm-hmm. believe in any of the ways of the Lord. He's also an Ahaz been. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy that the, like the, we've been reading for three weeks about all the priests that are the kings that God picks just fucking up. And the first guy to do what he wants is the Assyrian guy. <laughs> right? 
Not his favorite people. Yeah, yeah. And who he immediately punishes right after this. It's just like yeah, but uh, the, such obvious propaganda that I can't even. Fucking I think this makes it. sense. I think the favorite, uh, always the favorite child, is the one that gets spoiled the most, and they fuck up the most because they take the most leeway. What are you saying? I'm saying what are you saying to my face? <laughs> I'm saying the Jews are God's favorite, so they're like, "Fuck you! We can do whatever we want." Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. They're just like sucking golden calf udders. The, the last born Assyrian. They're just trying to milk that calf. And then the last born Assyrian desperately wants God's affection. So he's like, I'll do what you say. And then he does, I'll do whatever you want, God. Please just love me as much as you love them. And he never does. He never does. He loves them more, even though they make him so mad. They make him so mad, but they still love him more. King Ahaz <laughs> took away the side panels. And and there's rem- no parallels to that whatsoever. And removed the basins from the movable stands. He removed the sea from the bronze bowls. Oh, God. And supported oh, it. Oh, Lord. And set it on a stone base. He took away the Sabbath canopy. Or the dais of the throne. That had been on the temple. uh, And removed from the royal entryway outside the temple of the Lord. In deference to the king of Assyria. In deference to... Like those one sentences. If you fucking remove the bronze sea... What God told you to put there in deference to the king of Assyria. Don't you think negative things would happen? As for the other events. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just fucking crazy to read for the last four chapters about all the things that the kings of Israel fucked up. And then the first guy that remedies it is the king of Assyria. And he comes in and he's like, but I also moved some statues around and didn't do it, set it up exactly like God said, which God punishes by death. Mm-hmm. On purpose? Yes. He's like, yeah, I didn't like it like that. The but, feng shui was bad. And it says in deference, this is what it says. He took away the Sabbath canopy that had been built at the temple and removed the royal entryway outside the temple of the Lord in deference to the king of Assyria. As in, they removed God's entrance because the king of Assyria didn't like it. Walk over that line. No one analyzed <laughs> that. As for the other events of the reign of Ahaz, what he did, are they not written in the annals of the books of the kings of Judah? Are they not? Yeah. So that's Are they basi- not? That's basically the end. I, I just have to pee so bad. Hey, we're back. Bladder um, empty. Did, did, Feeling good. Relaxed. Did you learn anything today, Kyle? It's now the relaxed Bible beaters don't have to pee podcast. No longer angry. Zen. I've always been Zen, Kyle. Yeah, me too. I've never not been I think been that zen. you should look inwards. I've been. me, mm-hmm. you are the interrupter, the antagonizer. It's uh, not what they call me. They yeah, call me the Zen. Lord, the Lord me. of Lies. <laughs> the King. Prince of Darkness. King of Prince of Darkness. Um, yeah. You the, just the kings of evil propagate lies and torment me with them, and I am Zen. It's but- called gaslighting, and I co-opted it from women. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's what dudes. Women, why do you gaslight? <laughs> That's so funny to just say yeah, that. <laughs> Everyone knows women gaslight. Why do you do it? We don't like it. Everyone knows. I did. That's been a fun one. That was. Uh, I'm asking you. Did you learn well, anything? And did we get any emails? No. On both counts. Yeah. Well, I think it's been long enough. It's going to be. Uh, our listeners are going to have learned something. <laughs> <laughs> Where the train stops. <laughs> the last begin. Oh, All right. Oh God. Uh,